Hey, this is Annie Gauss for Silicon Valley Beat. Just yesterday, we talked about a study on Instagram showing that sponsored posts by celebrities like Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, and various members of the Kardashian family are rarely marked as ads. And that's a no-no under FTC guidelines. 93% of posts by the top 50 celebs ignore the guidelines that paid or sponsored posts, whether it's a paid spot or a post in exchange for some free swag, be identified as such clearly by hashtagging it ad, for example, and making it known that it's a paid spot. Well, the FTC has been cracking down on this behavior, and they sent letters to 90 or so influencers who get paid to post stuff and don't disclose it. And now, accordingly, Instagram is creating standards around this to lessen this gray area around sponsored content. In a blog post, Instagram said that transparency matters and that in coming weeks, we will start to see a new paid partnership with tag on posts and stories that follow fall under this category. Now, we don't know yet how they will exactly enforce this, but they do tie it into the ability to track the performance of paid posts as some potential incentive to influencers to follow it. Instagram also said that in the coming months, they'll be launching an official policy and enforcement policy for creators to follow based off Facebook's current practices. Facebook is the owner of Instagram. So more to come on this one. Be sure to fave this station for more tech and business news. I'm Annie Gauss. Thanks for tuning in. Here's some news that will shock pretty much no one. Most people don't want to pay for a bunch of TV channels that they don't actually watch. A new study by TiVo found that 77% of consumers surveyed said that they want a la carte TV, meaning the ability to pay only for the channels that they do watch. Not a big surprise that this is where people's heads are at. Cable companies like Comcast and Time Warner are, by the way, some of the most disliked companies in America, partly for this reason. And no one really enjoys paying for 200 random channels when you only really watch SportsCenter and maybe some Bravo from time to time when no one's home and maybe a few more things. So what's the reason for an increase in cord cutting? Well, basically, according to a separate study by Comscore, again, not a shocker, it's for financial reasons. Cable is expensive, and there are also signs that people in general just want to watch a little bit less TV. Nearly 80% of people surveyed said that pay TV is just too expensive, but what people are willing to pay is still kind of an open question. For access to the top 20 channels, the average price a person would pay was around 28 bucks per month. But as more and more companies come up with TV and content packages, that will be put to the test. More and more competition is happening for your eyeballs. Twitter, for example, is launching a live TV network this fall. And this spring, YouTube launched its own version of a paid TV package at about 35 bucks per month for a select set of channels available on any device. And all that, of course, in addition to your Netflixes and your Hulus of the world. So how much are you willing to pay for TV, if anything? Let me know what you think in a call-in. Thanks, as always, for listening. This is Annie Gauss.
can tech companies make good TV? First, it was Apple with their reality show, Planet of the Apps, and now Facebook has signed a deal to create a competition show called Last State Standing. Now, this is actually a revival of an old show concept, but if you've never heard of Last State Standing, which I hadn't, to be honest, the concept is one person from each of the 50 U.S. states competing for a prize of $500,000. And it's being produced by the team that made American Ninja Warrior to give you an idea of the style that they're going for. Now, it's been known for a while that Facebook is dipping its toes into original content. Back in February, they hired an ex-MTV exec exec to head up some new programming at Facebook, both scripted and not scripted. And they've also signed some deals with content producers like BuzzFeed to make original stuff for their platform. They've also been focusing on Facebook Live, which is their streaming technology, and presumably all of these things will come together somehow soon. Now, we don't know yet when Last State Standing is premiering, how many episodes there will be, and how exactly it'll be shown, probably on Facebook, but production has already begun in LA. And for what it's worth, Planet of the Apps didn't get the greatest reviews, but we have yet to see whether Facebook has any chops in reality TV production, and it'll be interesting to watch. Thanks for listening. This is Silicon Valley Beat.